Hello, everyone. Welcome to Growth Mind State. I'm Anthony Thompson with Robert Cotrota. Hello, everybody. And uh, we're here to just open up your minds and educate ourselves about the week. Hi, everybody. Hope everybody's having a great week. After all the crazy. I think we have a loop right now. Do you hear a loop? Um, yes, I do. Let me see where. Oh, you know what? No worries. I got it. I got it. It's it's on my end. I've got multiple things too, so I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> so how are you doing? It's doing all right. I can't complain. You know, um, life's a little hectic, but you know, we're getting through every week, right? You know, we're still here, so I can't complain too much. We could always progress into something better. We're good. I'm good. How I are mean, you? is it is it hectic or is it just that we're watching the insanity of this week? And we, we, we don't know how to digest it because a lot of these people. So if, if you don't know already, um, there are a steal the vote rallies across the country, including the Capitol. And the Capitol itself was uh, ram. I don't even know what to call this. It was a riot slash just insurrection into the Capitol. Um, a coup. And I think we're all <laughs> digesting it. We're all I, I... digesting it right now. Yeah, I call it a coup. I think, you know, at this point, you know, from what I'm hearing about people with zip ties and everything else and talking about hanging pence and all that other crazy stuff sounded like a coup to me, at least for some people's perspective. Maybe some of them went there with better intentions, but there were definitely some bad actors there. So, yeah, it's pretty bad. You know, deaths and everything, you know. Uh, five deaths in total. It actually might be six. Uh, a sixth one that I just saw um, in the last somebody, hour or so. I somebody said there. they committed suicide. It was a police officer, I think. Um, I'm not sure why he committed suicide. Maybe he was one of the ones taking the pictures. I, you know, I don't want to talk on it without knowing the information, but I heard something from somewhere that it was a police officer or something that committed suicide afterwards. So I, I don't know. Either way, you know, yep. like all that stuff brought a lot of evil and bad things, you know, these people are supposedly talking about uh, respecting, you know, the flag and all this other stuff. Then they do something like this. It's, you know, it's treasonous. It's, 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 it's horrible. It's, I don't know. Well, there's obviously no respect for the flag because they brought in a Confederate flag. And when it comes down to that, we're talking about literally we went to war to never have that flag inside of that building. So... I think it's for us, it's more of an intellectual argument, too, because we're waiting for the for the government and the police to go after these people, which they are. There's a bunch of stories that we have here that uh, they're finally going after all of them. And we're we won't individually say that because I don't think we should give them clout. No. We shouldn't give them any more air than than they deserve. We know that there's the guy with the horns. We know the guy that there's that sat at Nancy Pelosi's desk. The guy who stole the speaker. We know all of those things. So it's important that we don't dwell on the people themselves because then they'll just become famous. Yeah. yeah. I'm just concerned of, um, you know, there's still time before the inauguration. I'm, I'm still concerned a little bit about what might may or may not happen between now and then or even afterwards. So I, like we shouldn't promote any of this as something positive, you know what I mean? Or at least give them, like you said, any clout or anything for, you know, like moderate, moderate, 
mod how do you say mod moderize them mod make them martyrs <laughs> martyrs martyrs you know, like, yeah martyrs yeah. martyrdom yeah, yeah um, i don't want to martyr what's them. interesting yeah. though is i this is like actually an interesting argument to, or not even an argument but it's a discussion to start on um there are some people who see this and i they see this as a positive thing in general because what it is is the last gasp of of patriarchy and it's showing this the violence that is associated with it so in some ways it's actually it's not just entertainment to us it's actually just indicating what is actually going on in society yeah. so in some ways i i kind of have started to believe that argument that in some ways this needed to happen i don't know when it needed to happen i don't know if you know this was not proper it's still not proper five people died we should always state that um but i feel like these people had it pent up inside of them for for so long and it, it's important that we indicate that it's really occurring right yep yep, yep. a lot of hidden closet racists and like people that want you know they want to keep their power a lot of um i don't want to i guess i shouldn't be ashamed of saying white entitlement you know they feel like they deserve the power here and you know if you've noticed majority of the people there you know i don't want to like i say make a like a racial thing but these specific white people you know feel like they're losing something by you know the democratic party taking over for whatever reason and you know they you know they're giving up to you know uh, people of color, you know, people of different sexualities and nationalities and so on and so forth, um, because their party didn't accept them. They want, they want that, you know, their party that wants certain, like they, they think they're patriot. They want what certain is, values. Yeah. They're they very want, specific values that they want. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that they're conf confusing patriotism with nationalism. You know what I mean? At, at this point the that this is, um, they want to, you know, like I said, keep their control and their power. And and the sad thing is, is most of these people are very similar to Democrats. Like we're, in my mind, we're all Democrats. We're all struggling. We're all like, you know, trying to get something better out of the the, the, the government and everything else, you know. But they look at it as, as you know, we're we're Republicans. We're part of that clique, and that clique doesn't really uh, have their best interest. You know what I mean? Which is, to me, it's kind of a sickness. I don't understand how they can't see that. Uh, I could easily see that the Republican Party doesn't have my best interests. I, I could see parts of the Democratic Party, which we'll talk about, I guess, later, doesn't have our best interests either. But, um, you know, at some point, you know, people need to open up their eyes and, and see what's best for them, their family, their friends, their community and everything else. And um, the Republican Party has proven to me that they, they, they do whatever is best for themselves. Like some of them are actually going against the party now against Trump or whatever it is because they're seeing that it doesn't benefit them anymore uh, after what just happened. If this never happened, they'd probably still be backing Trump and trying to do the stop the steal thing and so on and so forth, you know? So, exactly. Yeah. I actually don't even, I, I don't give, I personally do not give that much praise. I think it, mm -hmm. it is cowardice to yep. jump off the ship right before, like you can see the <laughs> beach. You can yep, see the yep. beach. You can swim out to it. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That's the truth, man. That's the truth. It's sad, but you know what are you gonna do, right? You can't. You, these people are the ones in power. Hopefully, we'll primary some of these people, or they'll get kicked out, or whatever, uh, sooner than later. But um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess the, since this isn't really in our discussion, the rest of our discussion, because we'll 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 talk about more specifics of like the federal investigation. But mm -hmm. how do you feel about? doing this impeachment 
that some of Ilan Omar and a bunch of other people have specifically stated. Even Chris Christie has stated yeah. he wants him to resign. So some of it's a little too late. I just want him out of power because I don't want him having access to the nuclear weapons and all the other stuff that he has. This man's unstable. Um, I don't want him to be able to be reelected again. But then at the same time, is that going to trigger his base? That's a scary thought, too. Like, you know, like, oh, look, now they're really stealing things. You know, they stole the, the election. Now they're not even giving him a chance to come back. You know what I mean? That might trigger them even more. These people are unstable. You know what I mean? Like, they, they can't, if they can't see the difference between what they've done, like they, like they complain about, like I see memes about Kaepernick and, and what's happening here. You know, they can't, they can't deal with somebody kneeling, but they could do this to the Capitol building. I mean, like they have no grasp of reality and it's pretty scary to think that, um, you know, and I can understand why some people might feel pissed if they feel a certain way, but this is not the way to handle it. And I don't think there's stable enough people that if they were to kick Trump out, prior to his, you know, the actual inauguration, I think it'll just trigger more violence and everything else. Uh, it's a, this is scary, man. I, I don't know. I don't know what's best. I want him out. I don't want him to have access to anything else. But at the same time, I don't know what the reaction is going to be. You know, that I kind of sensed that this might have happened, you know, like I kind of predicted something bad was going to happen. I didn't expect this to happen. But I figured there might be some violence and some people acting a fool or whatever it is. But but at the same time, um, you know, who the hell knows, man, with these people? I don't know. How do you feel? Do you think that it might trigger uh, worse reactions? Do you think it's something that needs to be done? Or I actually don't believe it matters if it's going to trigger a worse reaction because I think they're already planning bullshit yeah. for the 19th and the 20th mm -hmm. when, when the inauguration is going to happen. And that's what I'm thinking I'm more worried about, but I think that's already in the makings. Yeah. So... In a way, I, I'm i troubled by that more than I am troubled by, I just, the, the actual inquiry to get him uh, impeached is really just a way for him to not be able to run in 2024. Because yeah. you're not allowed to, you won't be able to run again if you're an impeached president. Mm. Um, but... I, it's true. It doesn't really matter. Mitch McConnell isn't going to bring this into Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell are never going to bring this down to a vote within a, the time period that it matters. I so Pen, it almost. I don't think Pence. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Um, I don't think Pence is going to do anything either because he values his life. I think he feels like if he does something, he's always going to be looking over his shoulders afterwards. They're already talking about lynching him, right? So it's like. Yeah, you know, if he did this, what 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 are, what are they gonna feel like after that? You know, so it's it's scary, yeah. man. You know, these people are, are scary, but um, I think there's more sane people out there. I think a lot of people saw it for what it was, but like I said, I, I always say this: one percent of this country is uh, three million two hundred eighty uh, two hundred eighty thousand people. You know what I mean? If one percent of this country is crazy. Yeah, if it's one percent, you think it's one percent. I think I think it's it's almost twenty percent. No, I'm just saying. Just think. Imagine one percent. Like you know, like I I just use that as yeah. an example. That if it's anything more than one percent, like one percent is three million people over three million people. You know what I mean? So that's three million crazy people running around doing God knows what, and I'm sure a huge percentage of them have guns and and other stuff. But I, like I said, I hope they have some common sense because even with Obama and everybody prior to that. We still seem to manage this fine. 
for some reason or another, Trump has brainwashed these people into um, being bad crap crazy. You know what I mean? Like they're they're these people are are they think the media is bad. They think the, the the government's bad. They think that Trump is their god. You know what I mean? It's just you know the, the, some people think that this is necessary. You know for us for them to rebel and. And in reality, we just want to get through COVID and go back to normalcy. You know, most people want to go back to normalcy. But, I don't know. It is what it is, man. I don't know what normalcy is. For me, I don't even know what normalcy could be at this point. But let's get into the more specifics of the the federal murder investigation for the Capitol Police officer that died. Uh, His name is Brian Zignek. Um, I'm not sure if you you have the picture that's the image that's there. Um, And you would have put that up. Yeah, yeah. Just one second. Oh, sorry. I thought you were no going to pull, pull it up. Let me see here. Yeah, oh, oh, actually, you know what? Let me do it because you, because what I can do is that if you go up it. to me. I think I could. I think I could oh, it's up to you. Do you want me to do that that way? It's fine to you. Either way. Yeah, just send it to me real quick. Uh, what, oh, okay. Because actually what I wanted to play first is the insanity, a little bit of the insanity that happened here. Um, we can't really run the whole CNN, but you can you can see here. Look at all of this mayhem that's occurring in here that's what i'm saying like and that's just one little area look at how many people you know what inside. i mean inside this is the more important start is the stuff inside here um i don't want to make it too big because you know it's, it's cnn politics and it's uh it's their property there but it's just important to note like all of the people that rushed in there and took that space um, and I wanted to say that the prosecutors in the U.S. Attorney's Office plan to open a federal murder investigation, uh, specifically into Brian Sicknack, a U.S. Capitol Police officer who died Thursday night. Uh, he's the fifth person, and possibly the sixth, as we just said, uh, to die in the siege at the Capitol building. Sicknack was injured Wednesday when a mob of President Donald Trump's supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol, and he died at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. The investigation is being conducted jointly between the FBI, the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department, and a cooperation with the U.S. Capitol Police. So, I think I think we all know this is happening. Um, there's more rallies actually that happened across the country as well. Uh, so, yes, across country in L.A. specifically, we have a story of a black woman who was assaulted, walking past one of these rallies. So, I. Just do want your opinion on, on things me, at the moment. Do you want me to cut to that video first, or do you want to talk about it? Um, oh, you know what? Yeah, let's cut to that video. Okay. There she is. 60 million Catholics. Don't touch him. We could have stopped 
Don't touch him. What? Don't touch him, please. You just touched me, bro. You walked right into my fight. You did. You just rode me, bro. You stepped right into my fight. She just assaulted that guy. Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! Don't fucking hit people! Don't fucking hit people! Don't fuck with us! Always matter! I can't hear you too much. What did you say? No, I'm just saying that all of these men are assaulting their women. I mean, what's that's so relevant that it's a mob mentality that we're talking about. I mean, I, we can cut from there, basically. But, huh? That's what that. It's just it's irate. It makes me irate because they've specifically. It doesn't matter if one person targeted her first. They mob mentality. They came around her and just surrounded her because they had power yelling all lives matter <laughs> you know on top of all that they're yelling all lives matter right so you're hitting a woman saying all lives matter right okay on That's top what... of it she was pepper sprayed apparently yeah yeah these people are hypocrites man people are you know oh man you know it's like and... go ahead no i'm saying like you're right though oh, with the whole mob mentality i was gonna get rid Oh, sorry about that. I was going to give respect to her name. Her name is Berlin, uh, Berlinda Nibbo. She's only 25, and she was just walking past the Stop the Steal uh, protest. That's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to I make mean, sure that we know. Is it, uh, like, did they find out whether or not she did hit anybody? Because the guy said that they hit somebody. The other guy was, you saw the guy that the guy walked past the other guy. He was saying, oh, you bumped into me. Da -da 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 -da. Like, they seemed like they all wanted to fight, man. Like, they're all on, um... So like roid rage or something you know it was crazy so the state of the report says that it was false that she attacked anyone as from footage that they have and even if she did if she even bumped into somebody or something like that you yeah. have no right to actually continue the fight yeah. If, yeah if somebody is not actually trying to assault you you have no right to stay there yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. one of the no. so yeah, I just wanted to know, like, I just want to know what factually happened or whatever, you know, or at least was, you know, allegedly happened, I guess, whatever. How you, like, I figured either way, it's like you got a whole mob of people. You don't need that many people to beat on a on a woman. Right. So it's just that's a shame, man. You know, and, and then, like I said, the all lives matter comment just put the icing on the cake. Right. It's like you care about all lives, but you're beating up a woman. You know, that's real, you know, sucker stuff. You know what I mean? That's a dude's a sucker, you know, but. It is what it is. That, it, it, that pisses me off because if that was like somebody like my sister or anybody, I'd be super pissed right now. But um, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm pissed off for them as well, even though I don't know this person because they, the idea too that this is this is Los Angeles, this is California, what we're talking about. So there's no no place where people like us are safe, in a way. If we were to walk by in that same situation, especially if I were to, for instance, 
I might I might say something back to them after they called me the N word. Yeah. That's just the truth. You know, these people are so stupid, like thinking, oh, stop the steal. I was listening to somebody earlier today and he made a good point about how, mo you know, supposedly these states that supposedly stole the election, a lot of them are, uh, the governors are Republicans, right? You know, yeah. there's a lot of, Which... there's a lot of people there that are actually running there that, that that's Republican. So, I mean, you would think of all people, they would know or they would fight hard to, to fix it, but these people are too stupid to put one, one and two together to decide like, okay, you know, maybe we're assessing this the wrong way. You know, maybe something doesn't make sense. No, it's like, because Trump said it, that's, you know, God said, this is what happened. So that's what God said. So we got to go by our God, you know what I'm saying? And that's crazy, man. These people, I, I sometimes think I, that they obviously know that they could be wrong. Like they're doing this purposely. You know what I mean? Like it's a like like you said, more like a mob mentality type of thing. Like in order to get their way, they they're just gonna say it to the point where it becomes uh, truth, and that's crazy to, to have that type of mentality. Like that's what Trump's mentality is. He's like, I'll say it over and over again till it becomes true, even though it might not ever be true, just because he said it, and and, it's, and, and people don't you know they do that with the news and a lot of other stuff like QAnon and all these other places. They'll retract it like after the fact that it's um, been put out there and then the people believe it. And because so many people believe it, eventually they end up believing, OK, well, it's got to be true if all these people believe it. Right. And then they, they just never mm -hmm. go back to correct it. So it's just I don't know or if you do. Honestly, if you make a correction and it's not within a day or two, it is going to fall to the wayside yep. and some corrections fall, and they will be in the back pages of the newspaper. So. Yep. That is just the truth of corrections is that if you don't get it right the first and we live in a very fast paced news society right now. So there's a lot of mistakes that are made and corrections are corrections. I mean, it's good to do so, but and a lot of people don't have do you, the resources. A lot of people don't have the resources or the time to listen to it frequently enough to hear those corrections. Like some people live in the boondocks somewhere. And they'll hear something from somebody, and they'll 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 feed off of that, and they'll never have like the means of like like I like I keep saying everywhere I drive and and not everywhere but big a lot of percent places in Jersey, it seems like the internet's down in a lot of places. Like they only have like certain news channels. A lot of people probably don't have that much, um, you know, uh, what is it, cable access or whatever it is. So they're listening to local news like Fox or or whatever it is. And that's all they hear. And then they hear their family members or their mothers or whoever else that or, or father who who's, you know, right wing leaning. And they're just surrounded by all that. Like I've driven in areas of Jersey with Confederate flags and, um, you know, a lot of all lives matter stuff and Trump's Trump flags. And it's scary, man. Like, I don't know what to think in those areas. Uh, if I ever get pulled over by a police officer or something, I don't know. The, the type of person I'm going to come across, you know, and it's it's scary being a per person of color uh, that, you know, you might think things like you said, this is California. Do you think that 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 place is safe? But um, obviously it's not, you know, you got these crazy people and like, I don't think Democrats tend to go out there. I'm not saying that they don't wild out when um, there's a just cause if somebody gets shot by a police officer. You know, a lot of people compare this, to, you know, the, the stuff that happened at the, the Capitol to the riots that we've had 
because we were um, stressed out over police um, brutality and everything. There's a huge difference, you know, and and these people don't get it. They they think that their way is the only way, and and if they contradict their way, it doesn't matter. It was justified, you know what I mean. And I'm sorry, I don't want to keep going at it. It's just this this is just you know a lot of BS that um. I just want to ask you more about how you feel. I don't know if you've seen this uh, article. I put it in late. Uh, Clarence Thomas's wife supported the rioters. He and said, "Love MAGA before the siege." Like she, she helped bust some people in apparently as well. So this is Gina Thomas, who is Clarence Thomas's, uh, who is our one of our Supreme Court justices. Um, so just to understand. This was after. This was after the 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 right. Oh, before. Okay, okay. Yes. So, do you think she actually um supports it now after the fact? I mean, I saw a couple of people say it. You know, like I've seen like a lot of like stories. The idea that we allowed them to bring this idea that they stole the election and it that that some weight was put behind it in the yes, the president put weight behind that is the real problem. Like, mm-hmm. Clarence, yes, Thomas's wife is an issue. And unfortunately, though, she's allowed to do so by herself. But there are some calls for Clarence Thomas to be impeached on that, too. Um, I disagree with that slightly because if there's a diff- if there's a legal difference, you know, she yeah. it's one of them and not the other. That's how it works. They're not one entity. Um, but it is scary to think that one of the more conservative uh, Supreme Court justices also has a wife who's promoting MAGA, promoting this idea that the election was stolen, and helping bring people into protests that might have violent causes. Um, I don't know. We didn't. We're, I don't even know if we're going to talk about it because we don't even know. I don't think we know much about it. But Parler and all of them being shut down—that's mm-hmm. interesting. You know, all of the social media sites for Donald Trump and some of the associated people being shut down. That's yeah. great, but it's He's, late Trump as hell. Said, right? Trump is, um, you know, spewing the thing that it's um, going against his um, the the freedom of speech um, stuff or whatever it is. So in reality, these are private companies. They have every right to do whatever the hell they want. You know what I mean? But. For some reason or another, he thinks that he it's a freedom of speech thing, and he's trying to get all this stuff, you know, because he he wants to be able to have a voice. Because if he has a voice, he has power, you know. And I just, you know, in a way like like we talked about before, I hope that something happens that keeps him out of office. You know what I mean? But I don't know what's realistically going to happen because I know that a lot of people are fearful. Look what he did to the Capitol. Like his voice did that. You know what I mean? So. He's a powerful person. I, I don't understand why. I think he's an a-hole, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, for some reason or another think he's he's amazing. And I think he's an idiot. I think he's an idiot. I think everything he's done was has been blatantly obvious. I don't understand why anybody else doesn't believe it. That's why I think some of this stuff is purposely done. They might seem like, oh, yeah, you know, stop the steal, this, that, and whatever. I think these people know, a lot of these people know better, and they're doing it anyway. You know, a lot of those people there that raided the Capitol did it because they want, uh, you know, some sort of change in government that benefits them or whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but, it's, you know, I'm sure you're smart enough, just like I think I'm smart enough to, to see through the, the, the BS, you know what I mean? Like this, to see, like, 
certain things go a certain way and you'd be like okay that doesn't look right there's got to be some sort of like hidden agenda or 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 these people should know better you know what i mean and and i feel like you know at least 50 percent of those people at the capitol knew better i feel that deeply in my heart that they that they're not just queuing on crazy people i think some of them are well a lot of them are but but um i don't know and i've said like all these rallies that they did and everything else those are just breeding grounds for them to um to um what is it like network and find more resources for them to do their dirt you know i i, I they, they all got to be shut down i don't want to keep freedom of speech you know like ruin their freedom of speech but if this is what the result is that, that they're going to do treasonous stuff it, it's not cool it's not cool at all it's gonna it's, it's endangering everybody freedom of speech at that point that's unfortunately yeah. not it's what it's not they're actually they have gone further than freedom of speech and have gone yep. into breaking and entering. So yep. we, we have that in mind, like they're, they're different. There's differences. Yep. And also like, we'll go back to the black lives matter protesters too. There were some black lives matters protesters who were angrier and rioted and literally broke stuff. Mm-hmm. But some of them were, some of them were arrested and some of them were not. And I, you can feel a way about it, but at the same time, these people were angry about being killed, not yeah. angry over a loss. Yeah. And there were agitators there. I don't think that, you know, a lot of people are trying to blame yeah, Antifa yeah. and other stuff here. You know what I mean? The police were beating people like there's plenty of footage of the police beating protesters when they weren't doing anything. Here, I said, we, we, we've shown it footage of people walking people in, taking photos with them. You know what I mean? Like, yes. there's a huge difference. They they they, they look like ninjas. Um, when 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 Black Lives Matters there, they look like rent cops when these people were there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it look crazy, man. Um, there's a huge yeah. difference. It's a huge difference. But um, go go ahead. What do you, what do you want to? What's next? What do you, you want to talk about? No. Uh, <laughs> so honestly, do we want to talk about Mansion first, and in, instead of talking about Iran? Oh, we, um, so let's. What other the the topics for today? We didn't even go into it because we. I think that's the thing. This riot, I yeah. or insurrection, has caused so much. Coup. Of say the word coup. So much. <laughs> I don't like coup, but I, I I will at least say insurrection because some people they, there went at the intention. Enough. They're not smart enough. Some people went in <laughs> there know. thinking thinking that way. They went in there with zip ties and everything. What were they going to do? Handcuff people and. God knows they they had bombs and everything else that these pizza, yo I'm sorry man some people went in no, there with the with, with with the the thing that okay we'll go in there we'll 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 um make it worse than what it is you know that, that they think they're going to go in there bum rush and intimidate people well some people actually went in there saying okay they'll keep going along with us and we'll take it even up a notch by kidnapping and hurting people like you said they killed a cop they killed a bunch of people that the, the stuff that they did was crazy man and, and i don't think most of the people there i honestly i don't think a huge percentage of the people wanted that to happen you know what i mean i don't think anybody wants people to die that are innocent you know what i mean but there's a huge percentage of people aside from that 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 um that i think went in there with the intent to just you know bum rush the thing and get you know do some wild out stuff over there and I don't know, man. I don't know what, what, what to expect, but, you know, cause and effect. They're, they're arresting these people. That's what I'm happy about. Whoever they got photos of, they're, they're going in and they're, they're scooping them up. And uh, and I'm happy about All that. Across they, the country. There's actually yeah. people who just found out that they're on no-fly lists right now because of this. 
Wow. So there, there. That's that's the video that I wanted to grab before, but it was it's like the last thing I saw. So somebody was irate because they're not allowed to fly at this point because they're they have a warrant for their arrest. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody lost yep. their life. Too bad for you, man. You know what I mean? People lost their lives because you wanted to be an idiot. You know what I mean? Because everybody that like, if I were to go drive a car and somebody were to go hurt somebody like you know murder somebody or rob a bank or whatever it is i'd be considering an accomplice you might not have done whatever you did maybe you don't deserve the same amount of time as the person that you know hurt or killed somebody but anybody that went into that 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 capital is an accomplice in my mind you know they they all did did dirt you know so and that's how you would treat me and you're lucky you didn't get shot at the door because if i was there i would have gotten shot at the door you know what i mean that's the difference agreed so, you know anyway well let's move on to let's move on to senator manchin because to us this is just staying within the u.s politics kind of area mm -hmm. where the west virginia democratic senator joe manchin walked a fine line this sunday uh on whether he's going to support a round of stimulus checks specifically he says he does not want stimulus checks for people because they are making too much money um these checks will not be given to anybody above $75,000 a year. And that's a single person, which I believe is maybe a much, but I think that still the group of people who will spend that money or they will save that Hello? money for most people as a, I, as a, you per broke up for a second. Lumping? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. It, it oh, okay. froze for a gotcha. second, but you're good. I got scared. I was like, where'd he go? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So he's quoted as saying, sending checks to people that basically already have a check and aren't going to be able to spend, that are not going to spend it, usually are putting it into their savings accounts right, right now. That's not who we are. That's, that's where that pissed me off. That's not who we are. So what he's basically saying is that the people who are really making maybe $55,000 during this pandemic don't deserve, and they're still paying taxes on that, mind you. Depending upon where they live, $55,000, you know what I mean? And, and some people have child support. Some people have all these other things and responsibilities. Yes. That might have already been, you know, like already exhausted or almost next to exhausted. Like I, I've made decent income in my past um, and I still seem to struggle. You know what I mean? So imagine now, you know what I mean? I'm struggling now. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm making less than I did before. And... Um, you know, for him to say that, that's that's an insult. He, he doesn't, everybody's situation is different. And, you know, keep everybody over water, you know, above water. This way we can actually heal after this, this COVID thing. But no, you're, make, you're adding salt to the wound by doing that, man. And, you know, he's got plenty of money in healthcare and everything else. He doesn't have to worry about it. And a lot of his stuff so, that, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, keep going. Please, no, I'm just saying, he's, 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 a, he's basically a Republican and Democratic clothing, you know what I mean? Democrat clothing, he's just, his whole mentality is like, you know, the same talking points as a Republican. And like I said, I have nothing against anybody, but if your intentions, it's like we've talked about this many shows, it's all about intentions, man. If your intentions aren't there to benefit the people and you're, you're, uh, you've been elected by us, then you don't belong there, man. Like, like, I don't know. I, I'm I'm proud of what Bernie's been doing and a couple of other people have been doing with the two thousand dollars things, 
but it's it's people like him. We have a a fifty one to fifty split in the in the uh, Senate, right? So if we have Democrats yeah. flaking, we're gonna have problems. You know what I mean? So I don't know. So so let's show you what Joe Manchin is really like because there's a good card here. If you go to me, okay. So. Just as Joe Manchin, if you don't know him, Joe Manchin the third, so that's not saying anything at all. Um, but more importantly, let's look at his ideology. Manchin is in the middle of the pack for Republicans. And it is this is an ideology score from um, governmenttrack.us, which is a pretty, this is from 2017 to 2021's, his bills that he has sponsored and co-sponsored. So mm. most of the bills that he's sponsored have an ideology score that runs into the Republican Party. And there's only one other Democrat that is farther right than him, per se. So that's what we're dealing with for our future. Um, and I hate to tell you, that's the real problem with the 50-50 split. I'm still glad it's a 50-50 split instead of being 51-49, 52-48. But we're never going to persuade a mansion to change his position. Um, and that's just what I want to indicate is that his ideology scores and where he lays is basically as a Republican. He has a D for reform of marijuana laws. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, it's, and I hate to tell you, like places like West Virginia, states like that, it's not like there's not use of marijuana or other drugs. They are mm -hmm. the ones that would be directly... Uh, helped by legalizing or decriminalizing drugs because specifically they need help. They need yeah. straight up like assistance and real to, to spend money on actual social programs for people. And that's not happening with a Joe Manchin as your senator. No, no, no. Man, I... I... I can't. Every time I hear him speak, it, it, it irks the hell out of me. I, oh I don't yeah. Understand. You know, it's just like, he, like when he was talking on, um, I think it was CNN. He was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I feel this certain kind of way about immigration. I feel this way about." I'm like, when I hear him, I'm like, "Oh my god, this guy's a Republican. He's an infiltrator, basically." You know what I mean? He's like, oh, I shot. You know, I want people to have fair uh, gun laws. You know, I went out this weekend and I shot my gun and da 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 da. At the end of the, the, I'm like, "Are you serious, bro?" I'm like. Like I get it, you know. You want to, you want to, um, pay, what is it, patronize or whatever, um, like people or not? Pay, is that the right way or? Um, I don't know. Let me well, not try depends. to patronize the the gun. If you like guns, you like yeah. guns. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I, and I and I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Like I'm not against guns either. Like I think everybody should have the right to have guns, but nobody needs a murdering machine, right? Like they don't need like. So, you know, stuff that SWAT has, you know what I mean, necessarily, you know, if they live in an apartment, right, they're going to shoot through the walls and kill everybody if they have something like that, right? But uh, you could do that with a nine millimeter, you know what I mean, let alone, you know, um, you know, with that, you know, I spoke to a police officer not too long ago. And, you know, people think, oh, nine millimeters aren't that bad or whatever. He says, well, nine millimeter bullets fly faster than some of these other um bullets and they can cut through walls easily You're like don't underestimate what a nine millimeter bullet can do and so like you know okay fine you got a handgun but then they restrict you with the amount of ammo but then these people want extended cartridges and all this other stuff and you know they want they want war machines and 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 it's ridiculous you know that it, it, it's not necessary and you should support um what was i going to say um 
protecting yourself, but there should be a process that allows you to protect yourself as well as protecting others in the process, you know? And this guy is just like, he's just like, oh, I'm going to, you know, be nice to both sides and this, that, whatever. This is what's going to get me elected. Like, that's that, that whole center of the road BS a lot of even uh, liberals do. You know what I mean? They're like, we got to be friends with everybody. No, man, we got to be do what's best for our country at, at the end of the day and for our family. I don't want a bullet. I live in Newark. I don't want a bullet coming flying through my window because you give people the rights to have certain things. I mean, it's different out here in Jersey, but it's, I could just imagine, like I've seen people do it with illegal guns. I can imagine legal guns, people acting a fool or not knowing what the hell they're doing. They're not, they, they don't, I don't know. They don't manage things right. And, and it's dangerous, you know, and I just, I, I want everything to be kind of regulated, excuse me, to an extent where they're thinking about the, the greater good of things instead of just like, oh, the, the world's ending. All these Trumpers, I mean, they're, they're, their whole mentality is like, if this happens and then within the next four years, we're all going to be slaves or we're all going to be this or we're all, I'm like, when has that ever happened? Like, 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 I don't understand, like with Trump being in office, like, what like to me he's made me feel more threatened as a as a citizen like in regards to starting a war with another country or doing something else than anybody else has you know what i mean and yet we managed with him and he's a crazy lunatic in my mind so what makes a, a relatively stable um uh politician like i don't even want to say biden's the most stable but he's like center of the road like whatever normalcy like it's super normal you know what i mean to me like nothing's gonna happen within these four years unless another country provokes something nothing's gonna happen in these four years that we're not used to already you know what i mean but people all of a sudden like oh we gotta take back our government because they did whatever they did and i'm like like did, did you do you see that i don't see that i don't think you see that right like you don't see huge change I don't personally see that but honestly this is the difference between we're talking about here about basically white patriarchy safety and mm. the idea of safety and law and order um they're they think they're protecting something yeah. i most of us don't feel that same divisiveness where we feel like we're trying to go after somebody else's property livelihood etc in some ways, they believe that we're coming after them for them. And I don't know how to, other than an interpersonal reaction with somebody and trying to persuade them that life is different than that, which has worked for me specifically because I've been to the South and I've talked to people, but it doesn't always work. You know, I talked to two people who probably had much more, definitely had much more conservative views about things. And they knew that there's no way that I would have those conservative views, that I probably would be deeply democratic, et cetera. And we talked about some stuff. In some ways, they were even Trump supporters, and they, but they kind of realized where we were having our discussion. But they invited me over to go meet their own, the rest of their family to go at this barbecue, basically. And those parents would not meet me. So wow. you have to understand that that's how deep this kind of thing runs. It's it's kind of like you're not supposed to fraternize. Sorry about that. Fraternize gang affiliation. With, uh, it's like a gang affiliation. Yeah. You're not supposed to be with a. If you're blood, you can't be with a crip or whatever it is, right? Like and it was, it's weird, and I I think that that is more of a generational thing too, because obviously those people were older as well. Um, they were at least. 15, 20 years older than me. But um, I could see them see me as a person 
but they still had certain feelings about things. Yeah. And you could yeah. tell that that had to be kind of learned. It had to be had to be learned out of them. What's and this boy coming here? He's I, gonna come here to steal our jobs. <laughs> it's like I'm like what? I'm like why would I want your job? I live in the city. I'm like my city. My living is totally different from like. I mean, and luckily they don't have to feel that way because they I they know I'm not coming for him. So that's yeah, when yeah. you can have those kind of interpersonal reaction because uh, they don't have that kind of. Um, the wall put up for themselves they're not worried about somebody taking their job it's not somebody who lives with near there it's yeah. a it's a traveler so it's a step it's not it's, it's not the last step there's got to be somebody else in their lives that shows them a path out of there but i don't know if that i don't believe those were hardcore trumpers for instance i think there's yeah. hardcore trumpers and yeah. i don't know how we save that large of a population because it's enough it's enough of the population you think you don't think that some of these people like kind of over time like ease up a little bit you think it's just going to get worse that's kind of a scary thing to think about i, like, I, I don't have an answer i that's you you you've got the best question of 2021 right there no. i wish they would just lighten up man it would be just extremely nice if people could lighten up and understand like Everybody just wants to live. They, they want to spend their time doing what they got to do, get old. And I don't want to say die, but you know what I mean? Like, that's basically what it happens. Like, you want to live your life, make your successes and, and, and be with your family, enjoy your time while you're here to the best of your ability. And then, you know, whatever. But I think, like I said, we have a lot more in common with a lot of these people that are Trumpers or QAnon people than they think. And they're so closed-minded to see it. They're just like, no, you know, this. It's your fault I'm like this. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm nowhere near you. I don't have the same education as you. I don't go to the same jobs or, or whatever it is as most of you you people do. So for you to accuse me or anybody else that I know, uh, you know, black, you know, white, Spanish, whatever, gay, straight, whatever, like to blame people for whatever you're, um, or immigrants or whatever it is that they're, they're pissed off about, you know, they don't, they don't see it for some reason it's like such a defensive like attitude living their lives like i wouldn't want to be like that man that's like I, so I'm we're gonna... we're interventionists americans are interventionists i mm. this is the interesting thing about the discussion that i think we had last week or this mm. earlier this week um about isolationism and i actually understand the point that they're giving because we're as an american population we're very used to intervening into mm -hmm. situations and i think that there's a bit of that that stuck in our ethos mm -hmm. and we we don't know how to get out of that kind of mentality that we've got to be in not in everybody else's business but but we're at least got to be like we got to fix this problem we got to fix this problem we got to fix this problem we're all karens <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. <laughs> We all want to be all, do you realize you get smacked in the face? You, it's like, I, I tell people at the same time when it comes to intervening with stuff, you see a couple arguing, don't go, don't get involved unless it becomes like something you really, really need to get involved in. Because if not, they'll both jump you. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like it's like to me and that whole mentality is like, sometimes you got to learn when and when not to mind your business. No, no, when and when not it's actually affecting you and, and, or whether or not it's beneficial for you to actually get involved with some of that stuff. And like I, I get, I get what you're saying though. We 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 are a country, and I think we also 
a lot of these people are fearful of like the history like what we've done in the past with the indians and and all the other stuff like we have a history of doing some really foul stuff so i can kind of understand like why they're kind of shook that one day somebody's going to come back and smack them in the face for it you know what i mean and so i i kind of get like why some people might be fearful of it especially people that you know of the caucasian persuasion you know what i mean <laughs> or the caucasian i mean it's also just it, if you, especially if you have quote unquote less education or you doubt mm -hmm. the uh history of our country um and i think that is a big part of it there's a lot of people who don't want to remember that the tulsa rally uh, uh riots happened that mm -hmm. they burned down philadelphia that they've <laughs> bombed our we've bombed ourselves we had chinese people in detention centers during um sorry yes japanese people really but um people of asian just asian yeah. people in yeah. detention um yeah. Native Americans have the Trail of Tears, etc. More like there's multiple cases there. Yeah, yeah. So that's the deep history. Slavery. We're not even yeah. we didn't even touch slavery right there. So yeah. and um if we have people who are openly denying it, which they are, they're going to fall into what happened this week. Yeah. And I that's what I that's why I'm trying to think about it almost positively. Because, in a way, it's just an indication of where the education level is for, for our country. And what we yeah. need to educate people that know, like, it's going to be the next generation. I hate to tell you. It's, gonna, it's not going to be the – when we look at that crowd, I see 30 to 60-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. That's what I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were definitely younger people there. I think a lot of that, it's all generational stuff, man. It's like, that's why I say people say, oh, you know, slavery was so long ago, get over it. I'm like, this generation upon generation of hatred being taught to people, you think that's going to go away? You think the bombings that we do to people in other countries are going to go immediately away if we go over there and make their livelihood better somehow? Like, let's say we make their economy better. There's still going to be people pissed at, like, we bombed and killed their family members. You know what I mean? um you know in, in iraq and iran and whoever wherever else we've had had wars and these people are going to be pissed they're going to tell their children their children are going to tell their children they're going to be like don't ever trust these people these people are snakes this that and whatever they might say they're doing one thing but they're actually doing this and that's the same mentality but it's funny because with america the people here that of, of power you know the, the, a lot of these white people in power for some reason feel the most threatened in some ways you know what i mean like i think uh, you know a lot of people of color have just become accustomed to it has become a daily um normalcy for them you know what i mean like they're like all right it's fucked up excuse my language but it's messed up um to the point where you know we went through this and went through that but that's just normal for us you know what i mean and, you know like they don't get that they don't they don't know what slavery was about they don't know what discrimination like that was about you know what i mean even women have have it worse than um uh you know white men you know what i mean like women have been uh treated like crap you know it's it's always like this power structure thing that they feel like they need to have or dominance over something you know which is, is one interesting dichotomy that i kind of wish that we had a another guest on for is i want to talk about the the white women that are in these Trump rallies. Yeah. And I would like to have a real discussion about what 
what people think about that, where that comes from, because they are still being held down by their peers, which are men, white men. So I always wonder where where this attitude is stems from. Does it stem from kind of this is how it's always been and we want to believe in the middle American kind of structure, like the southern middle American kind of, um, what would be the name? At a, like antebellum kind of uh, mentality. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. And I, I would love to have that discussion with somebody. I want to see how, what they're, because they're seeing it from a personal level. I'm sure there are people that I know who are not, are clearly not racist who have dealt with people who are racist in their families and et cetera. They could talk about that on a real level. Yeah. Are you you're talking to more of like a, a, a Trump supporter family member or an actual Trump supporter? You're, you're, oh, there's you're tons of that. I could, yeah. I mean, there's tons of people I know that have family members who are avid Trump supporters and I'm more interested in like there, there was an article about it, but I didn't have the time to read it um, mm. about basically the dichotomy of white women who are in the Trump rallies and that mm. they're a major, they're basically getting a pass on a lot of this stuff too. Like they're not the ones that people seem to be going after, except for that, that one, uh, which one she, uh, did she get pepper sprayed and people are going? Oh yeah. After yeah. On, uh, yeah. 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 I saw that one. I saw that one. But yeah. that's more of a public shaming more than anything else. That's not an actual legal action. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's just a lot, man. This this whole, you know, I was out working when this all started. Remember, you you I I I texted you the the video, uh, from Status Quo or whatever, so I could show you what was going on or whatever. I don't know if you were already up on it prior to me sending you that that text, but I was like, yo, these people are about to write, and this is this happened right before it started. And it's like, I was just thinking to myself, this is crazy. And then as I'm driving and doing my job or whatever, um, you know, I have my, I usually have my phone to listen to things, you know, as I'm driving or whatever. I don't look at it while I'm driving, obviously. But, um, you know, occasionally I'll look at it. I can't lie. I'll take a glimpse. But um, I was like, this is developing into something really ugly. And then I saw seeing the blood on the floor. I was like, okay, eventually somebody's going to get hurt. It's going to rile them up. You know, look what they did with that woman um, in California, right? They... They uh, did what they did, and then um, it just riled them up even more, right? Like, they just got super amped. Um, do you want to show that other video about the, the other video with the cop pushing the person? Sure, or did I didn't, it didn't load on my end, so, yeah, if it uh, loaded on your end. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get over to the videos. I'm sorry, bear with me. I just didn't, you know, know if you wanted to show that, that video. Here we go. <clears throat> Fuck 
that woman like like that it looked because like she was good she was she was in a she was told the, the cop was told that he that she hit somebody first and then obviously as the cameras show that's not what happened so he didn't he just whatever that's how the police react they i just they uh, hear, like he, like he moved her and she didn't move and then he like pushed her again and i'm like what the hell i mean like i don't know what her relationship was so the white girl or whatever it was I know the the black uh, woman was assaulted, right? But I, I didn't understand the whole interaction there. Like I just saw, like that was just a bad response in general by the police. And like I think they were more afraid that these people were going to attack them or something else was going to happen. Because I don't know, I don't know how those cops were reacting in that situation. That was just a weird interaction there. And it, and it sucks that you can't go to them for help because that's the response that you get, you know, especially in big crowds. Like this is why I say. I don't know, man. I'm, you know, I was telling uh, Teresa, I was like, I think we might need to arm up over here, get our, our permits and everything else, because um, this is like, you know, I don't, I don't I, trust any of this. Look, this is something that I didn't even want to talk about, but my mother wanted to now wants to learn to shoot, and uh, she's we're we're not fans of guns. I'm not a fan of guns. I'm Me personally neither. not a fan. I like the mechanical um, aspect, but I don't like you know like the like the like the fact that it does what it does the way it does and it, it's an interesting device, but I don't like the the end effect of it. Like I said, I've seen somebody get killed before in the, in the past or whatever by one, and um, you know my whole thing is it's like I don't like what it does, but if it means that doesn't happen to my son or or anybody else that I care about, you know what I mean. I'm not saying that it can't provoke something and and cause it to happen, but what if you don't have it and you got a bunch of crazy people like that running up on you? You know, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know whose side is, on, you know, who's on whose side. Like what they did in the Capitol, taking pictures with the rioters and everything else tells me that you don't know who you're going to come across. You know, I've had interactions with police where I felt like, okay, what's his intentions? What is he trying to do? Is he trying to escalate this or or de-escalate the situation? Is he trying to arrest me or is he trying to, you know, do something, you know, that helpful or like, what 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 is this? And I've always felt uneasy, you know, for whatever reason. When I get pulled over driving, I feel uneasy because I don't know what how it can end up. You know what I mean? And I don't think a lot of white people feel that same feeling, you know, but... um. 
I, I sure as hell do. And, you know, to think that I can't necessarily call them for help in a situation like that, you know, just, I don't know. Like, God forbid I shoot somebody, right? If I get a, a permit and I shoot somebody, then, um, you know, like, where does that leave me? What, what are my rights? You know what I mean? Do, what if I'm just protecting myself? Is it just a he said, she said thing? Like, if I said, you know, this person came to attack me or something were to happen um, and I'm just defending myself, like... How am I supposed to know they're going to actually believe that or take me seriously, you know? And, you know, and I, these are the consequences that ha are come up. And um, I that's the thing. If you really want to have a gun for, for protection, you're going to have to go through a lot of loops, too. You're going to mm -hmm. have to make sure you secure that weapon. You have a mm -hmm. child, so you're going to have to make sure that that is secured and you and your wife are the only two people that have the ability to get that weapon. Yep. And those are all the, I mean, when you're in a larger regional area, like if you're in a rural area, the idea of having a gun is a little less uh, oppressive to me. It's not going to, it, but at the same time, it's the same risks. So I don't know. I think Everybody it's more has dangerous. I, I think it's more, in some cases, more dangerous I don't know. I think it's you know honestly, I think it's about equally as dangerous because like if you think if you're all the way in the boondock somewhere, right, um, and you know somebody's coming to hurt you, nobody's gonna be there to help you. You know what I mean? Hold on a second. I'm I'm about to sneeze real quick. Let me just get ready to mute this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. You get that little tickle and you're like, oh. All right, never mind. So um, if it comes, yeah. So, so like you could either be in the boondock somewhere where somebody else with a gun can come get you, sort of like those cowboy movies type of situation where it's just you and your family. Somebody comes to you know rustle your cattle and you're by yourself and you need your guns or whatever. So I get that kind of aspect of it. But then when you're in the city, depending upon where you are, like if there's riots and other things that are happening in the city, you know, then you got more people in a more confined space, acting a fool and with the mob with the pack mentality or the mob mentality of um you know if they're acting a fool they can come into your house and you know to just rob and destroy whatever it is and you have to protect yourself so i understand that the aspect of having a gun but to think that like you can't count on law enforcement you know what i mean that that's then what's the point you know like that's why people say defund the police like why am i gonna go have somebody here a bunch of armed people that aren't gonna do their job they're gonna do whatever the hell they're gonna do you know it's just i don't know uh, I don't know. How do you feel about the term defund, right? I think they should restructure, right? How do you feel about the word defund? I think that it's a term. I, I mean, see, I know the difference the, and I get I, it, but, you know. It's a slogan. So for yeah. me, I, I think the idea behind it, like once anybody with any intellectual backing knows that defund the police means restructuring the police specifically, mm -hmm. but it also means doing it from district to district. Like the NYPD is going to be different than doing so in different areas of Indiana or of Chicago. Um, and that's why we're t we say defund the police, because you're literally going to have to redo the entire pay structure. And honestly, a lot of defund the police, too, is about militarization. I know that when the Occupy movement was going on at its strongest, a lot of that has to do with the militarization of the police and how much weaponry and not just tanks. Obviously, they, they, they get weird stuff. They get like um, ATVs and large vehicles and stingrays uh, for, for surveillance. And that's not 
it's not a great thing for our country, for our society to have a police state. And I think that's what we're fighting. So when people say defund the police, I just don't feel any way about it. Like, because slogans are slogans to me. They have meaning behind them, but within themselves, it's not like we're trying to take all of the money from every police department so that there's no money and that there's no police. That is just an obtuse argument to have. When when people are kind of uneducated, they don't know how to differentiate between defund and totally take all their money. You know what I mean? Like when they say defund, it's a slogan. Okay, instead of researching, what do they mean by defund? They automatically think that it's take all their money away and shut down the precincts and get rid of the cops. That's what they think. Instead of actually, you know, researching, why did they say that? Uh, what does it mean? Um, oh, okay, so that's what it means, like to restructure the pay, you know, like where they're putting the money into, you know what I mean? But I know this is kind of like off a topic, you know what I mean? But I just was curious, like how, how you felt about it. I, I feel like the term could be a little harsh and for people that aren't educated as enough or willing to do the research, I could see in some ways why it might be misinterpreted, but that's only because I know that people are stupid. You know, not all people, but there are a lot of people out there that are are stupid enough to to just like not do the research. You know what I mean? And um, that's the way society is. They want everything yesterday. You know, it's a fast moving society. They want to know everything. They hear one little thing and they jump to conclusions instead of, you know, like back in the days, you know, going to the library, getting that little card with the where the book is, you know, I don't, I don't know if you remember the old school systems back in the library where you had to get like cards to find yeah. where your book was and do all this other stuff. Yeah, the, you yeah. know, yeah, but you know, you know, like, I, I'm sure like now there's also technology that that's assisted with that to some degree, but I'm sure like, you know, people are used to like having their stuff done yesterday, you know what I mean, instead of like doing their research and, and, and taking their time and and, and talking to the right people and, you know, actually devoting some, some effort, you know, <laughs> but, um, okay. So I, I don't want to like make this linger around. Uh, what, what's the next topic, my brother? So, so let's split on to Iran flies two bombers to Middle East to deter Iran. Um, the U S military flew two fifty B 52 bombers to the Middle East Thursday from their base in the United, uh, in the United States. One second. Yeah, no problem. So this was uh, the latest mission was to demonstrate the U.S.'s military's continuing commitment to regional security and deterrence to aggression. This is the Air Force. So let's it's basically a way of uh, retaliating about a year after they uh, assassinated Tehran's top military commander, uh, Soleimani, General Soleimani. Um, If you guys remember from last year, um, the air crews, they assassinated him in his country which is uh, we probably should have been brought up on war crimes for, but yep. that's not how it seems to work anymore. Um, the air crews flew a 36-hour nonstop mission from the 5th Bomb Wing's home at Min- oh, Minute Air Force in North Dakota to the Arabian Gulf and back to send a clear deterrent message by displaying the ability to deploy overwhelming combat power on short notice. So, yeah, this is just a way of... Sorry about that. Uh, that's It's just a way of... Of us intimidating Iran. And I just wanted to make sure that we talked about an international story where it's important that this is still occurring. Uh, Soleimani should never have been assassinated, even though he was a terrible person. It's just not how we work as a country. 
and we did it. So if they did are. it to us, we'd be wilding out right now, right? So it's like yes. it's, it's, it, we do a lot of hypocritical stuff. Like you know, if it was to us, we'd it'd be all out war, right? But if it's for them, it's like well, it's just part of the process, right? We got to make sure that they're in check, and we're not, you know, it, it's crazy. And um, the what is it? They also said something about um two landmines uh, attached to a ship that they were defusing not too recently from um, Iraqi, not Iraqi, Ar Iranian landmines um, uh, that, that somehow got caught up on, onto like a ship in Iraq's waters um, uh, recently. Um, but I'm, I'm, I, I think I sent you the article, but I don't, I don't see it, you know, if, if you put it up yeah, or whatever. I don't, I don't have that article with me it's right a, now. It's okay, but I, I know that's, that's, a, that's a originally why, like, you know, I brought up the whole thing you know, to you, that maybe it'd be a decent uh, topic to talk about. Um, he, I, you know, I, I feel like that was like uh, Trump's uh, reason to like maybe like maybe even try to stay in office again. You know, like this es escalate this situation. I don't know if it's necessarily true or not, but I know that you know if he could provoke something and give like he's even said it with Obama, he's going to start a war before he leaves office. Like as we've seen, Trump is unpredictable. Who knows what? Um, his intentions are with Iran um, or Iran. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it. Um, which one's Iran? Iran. It's Iran, but at the same yeah. time, if you say Iran, it's not going to be. Yeah. yeah I usually say I have a tendency of saying Iran, but Iran, you know, I'll, I'll say, you know. But um, and I don't want to offend any, you know, um, body by saying it the wrong way. But um, yeah, you know, I Trump is unpredictable. At the end of the day, our, our country is unpredictable. We're a bunch of um. Like you said, uh, people that like getting into other people's businesses, right? <laughs> so, so you know, yeah. when it's getting done is, yeah, when it's getting done, we kind of like don't know when it's supposed to, you understand what I mean? Like, is it purposely done or is it, are we just escalating something for our own per person, personal reasons? Um, you know, it seems like we're slowly getting, in some cases, away from oil, but I think some of these old school politicians still think that there's a lot of money left in oil, right? Like, you know, like, uh, look at um, Tesla, right? Uh, and all that other stuff, which we're going to talk about right later. Uh, you know, But I was going to say that more that Iran has a lot more to do with the stability of the region than it has to yeah. do because Iran would be Saudi would be basically competing with Saudi Arabia. Mm. And the UAE is one of our um, allies. So unfortunately, we don't want that as a country, even though as a people individuals who we shouldn't care because iran should be able to have autonomy over their own country mm -hmm. um that's why somebody the isolationist thing should be true in a way we should not be within the country we should never have assassinated that because it's a, it's, it's assassinated that general because basically it's going to be a power struggle between israel the united uh arab emirates and iran and then there's Iraq who, that is sitting on the edge right there that it still has conflicts going on. And then you have, unfortunately, we're still talking about Afghanistan too. But it's not that, at least that doesn't have to do directly with those yeah. countries. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is, I don't know. I'm, I'm tired of getting into people's business. I think everybody needs to take care of their stuff, you know, like out there or out here. Like we don't, we all got to be like less. Um, involved with other people's business at the end of the day you know i, I just want peace you know but uh, how do you do that when you got a bunch of warmonger greedy 
power hungry people out there, right? You know, in all these countries, they're all, they all got their issues. They got dictators, they got warmongers, they got, you know, like, you know, and I I still think a lot of it has to do with oil still too. You know what I mean? I could be wrong, but, um, you know, who am I to say? I, I, I don't, I don't know the, you know, the meaning of any of any of this stuff. It's so much more above our heads that, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. And, yep. that, and they got us fighting amongst ourselves as a distraction, right? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like we're fighting, you know, our own people. When they're the ones, you know, causing situations, um, you know, where we, I don't know, just setting. But yeah, like, so Elon Musk, right? Like Elon Musk is on profiting, right? The richest guy in the world now. Well, but Elon Musk isn't making this money off of oil per se. He's if we if we're gonna move on to Elon Musk, he's he just surpassed Jeff Bezos in wealth. Um, but the way that he did it is actually more interesting. Do you do you did you hear the story of how he did it? Basically, he tied his riches. He basically did not take a salary or bonuses for a group of years, and so he was only evaluated at a hundred billion dollars. And then what he did is that he tied his income to the market cap so basically now he's worth 650 billion dollars so each time tesla's market capitalization crossed a milestone starting at 100 billion musk would receive tesla stock options to a market cap of 650 billion dollars wow so basically why can't it be him (laughs) i just want a fraction of that (laughs) amazing move to be honest as a if you're going to be a capitalist this is an amazing move because what he did is that he basically said i won't take any money until all of a sudden you're super profitable so on january 7th elon musk uh sorry excuse me on january 7th elon musk surpassed jeff bezos as the world's richest human with an estimated net worth of 185 billion up from just over 27 billion in 2020. his wealth has been driven by meteoric a uh, meteoric stock price of Tesla now valued at $773 billion up sevenfold since last year. So I have to give him his due like for that, for, for his capitalistic goals. Yeah. Do you think, um, he, do you think that, um, what was I going to say? Like, I think it's a lot of his innovations that has been driving his company though. It's like, he's doing all sorts of stuff with, um, Obviously, um, the the electric cars and everything, which is crazy because I don't even see that many on the road. To to think that he's got that many, um, you know, that much money, maybe well, in California and everything else. But well, ahead. what's happening is that it's actually speculation. Like mm. what he's making his money off of is that his company has so many things happening with it. SpaceX, it has the the electric vehicles, the solar the roofs chip. that they're doing. The chip in the head, <laughs> like he's got that. Um, what's it called? Um, uh, I forgot the name of it. They don't say it there. That he's, that it's uh, what? What the hell's the name of it? Oh my god! It's a, he's got some technology that he's gonna invest into. That they put a chip in your head to help you. Um, you know the the human beings' performance uh, improve. I forget what it is the neural tap or damn, uh, fudge. It's not <laughs> in this article, but I I. I... I know that he is working on some AI stuff, so I I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. It's a chip that you install in your head. He said that's initially going to be 
Um, I think $2 million or some crazy amount, or I forget what it was, but they, his goal is to lower it down to about $100,000 or something they were saying, and that it'll allow people that, let's say, are paraplegic or other things to be able to control things with their mind or whatever it is. Like, it's, it's he's trying to do some crazy stuff. And in my mind, I think that he's going to, like, I don't know if you watch um, Clone Wars or whatever it is, uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars, but, you know, like, that's what Palpatine did to the clones. He put a little chip in their head and controlled them. So, you know, I, I hope that's not what his plans are, man, because Elon Musk is a weird dude, man. <laughs> you can yeah. send it back to me real quick. What, uh, the, um, the thing? Oh, the, okay, let yeah. me see. All right. So, Elon Musk has unveiled, oops, sorry about that. Elon Musk has unveiled a pig called Gertrude with a coin-sized computer chip to her in her brain to demonstrate his ambitious plans to create a working brain-to-machine interface. It's kind of like Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires. The billionaire entrepreneur said on a webcast, uh, his startup Neuralink. Neuralink is what yeah, you're looking that's for. That's what it was. Yep, yep. human trial last year. So I just wanted to, since that information was on on hand, I should give it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The- He's a crazy dude, man. Like, I, I mean, I give him respect, though, because technologically he's done a lot. You know what I mean? He's got the, what, the SpaceX 2 thing, right? Or or whatever it is, right? He does that yeah. space. Yeah, this guy's doing a, a lot of stuff. Yep, 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 yep. So that guy's doing a lot, man. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I hope he's not a bad guy. <laughs> I hope he's, like, doing all this stuff with good intentions, man. Because he, he's definitely involving himself in some freaky stuff, man. You know, maybe he's um, Darth Sidious, right? <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, to get to be fair, what happened is that today the company is now worth more than all nine of the world's largest automakers combined. So Tesla in itself, the idea of the self-driving car, et cetera, is so relevant and popular right now that may it may not happen for another 10 years, but they are valuating that stock at such a high value that he just landed that. And um, I don't even, I think that that's pretty much his money now. Like, it's not stuck with the stock. Like, uh, unfortunately, Bezos's wealth is tracked with Amazon's valuation in a long, steady climb. But yeah. it plateaued along with the company's tax uh, stock price. So yeah. I would hit withdraw between... real quick. I'd like, if, I, if there was a withdraw or whatever button there, I'd be like, bloop, take it out. <laughs> it's going right into my account, man. Pay my taxes on it and chill. I don't know, man. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's got houses. Did you see the lotto? I don't know if um if anybody's won the lotto recently, but I saw that it was up to like half a billion dollars or whatever. Uh, I think it was the Mega Millions or whatever. I think they're both. One's like 400 and something. One's like 500 and something million. Uh, it's like, wow. That goes to show you, you know, when I see it go up like that, that shows how desperate the economy is. That means a lot of people are playing lotto right now. You know? Yep. Yes, they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me though. I mean, I haven't. I should have. But I'm not a lot of player as well. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, right? You see, like how it negatively affects people, right? Like you think I'm gonna make this money, and you get your little twenty dollars here and there, and you just keep being a, a fool, knowing you're never gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna say you never. Some somebody might get lucky, but I wish I would love to see that. You know, I just want one percent of that. <laughs> just like, that's my favorite thing. One percent, right? <laughs> we get one percent of five hundred million dollars. I'll be straight. <laughs> well, let's let's hope that we only get one percent of this polar vortex that's on our way. Uh. Um, <laughs> oh, the God. polar vortex appears to be on the move. 
Uh, that's because stratospheric warming is occurring at high altitudes above the North Pole, resulting in a spike of temperatures. That in cold, uh, uh, sorry. That in turn, cold could result in bitter cold air pushing southward into the South United States within a couple of weeks. Um, sorry, just give me a second. No problem. So this is a graph of that. Oops, sorry about that. It's a graph here of the movement that's happening. So it's kind of difficult to see, but if you, yeah, you can see with this. Right here is the North Pole and the warm air is moving above it and pushing down into the United States, which is over here. Hmm. So there's going to be a push of hot air and then cold air coming for us basically in a couple of days. So hmm. be ready for a cold front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Um, but, polar uh, vortexes are low-pressure systems that swirl cold air around in the polar regions of the globe, but the system can sometimes move off of the North Pole. In doing so, it releases cold air much farther south in regions such as North America and Europe. Do you see any um, snow or anything in the forecast? Or did they talk about that um, at all? No, I have not. Which is good because it's better to better to have a cold snap and not precipitation at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna have to um as I start redesigning some of the show stuff, um if we're gonna start having segments like this, I'm gonna get my little weather channel like type of like thing pop up like dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then we're gonna have like like <laughs> the weather today will be da, 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 da. I'll stand in front of a green screen or something. Like And it'll only matter here. for one day. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you wear your gloves. <laughs> like, oh my god! You don't, you don't see anything, do you? Or do, are you checking? Or no, no. It, it's there's none. There's none for the foreseeable future. For the first, for the next week or so. Yeah. Um, well, at least in this region. Yeah. Just make sure you keep your heaters and everything on, and you know, don't let your pipes freeze. I've had that experience a lot at my house. Our our pipes burst, and uh, we had to fix things or whatever. The heat, yeah, I remember yeah. Um, one of those years when it was really bad, uh, the heater went out for one day. I don't know if it was out on purpose or if somebody's turned it off or whatever, but the pipes froze. Then they bursted, and then it was cold for, like, a long period of time, so, like, certain areas wouldn't defreeze or whatever it was, unfreeze or whatever. So we, it was hard for us to fix the pipes and, and turn on the heat. So we were literally, for, like, two weeks, freezing in our house. We were wearing, like, jackets and everything else. We were able to fix... Like, cause it's sectioned off um, in certain areas of our house, where we could actually draw heat to like certain floors, cause we got three floors in the house. Um, but one floor, the downstairs was freezing, and I think parts of the second floor were cold because they were all on the same section of the system that wouldn't defrost. And then finally, the weather started clearing up, and we were able to repair it. But yo, yo, it was crazy. And I, I did that, so, by the way, for a guy who doesn't know anything about plumbing, I fixed it. But go ahead. <laughs> we we had a much, it, I don't know if worse is the issue because it was the smell that was really bad. What happened is the, what ha, we had a laundromat that used to be downstairs and now mm -hmm. it's a cargo facility. And what happened is when they left, they did not have a heater on downstairs in the building. So the pipes froze downstairs. And the actual lines that had all of the, not the gas lines per se, but like your, your, um, the dirty water, your dirty water, flush lines for all your pipes, they all froze downstairs and it snapped and broke the pipe too. So everything it's, it stunk 
for two days, two or three days. They that's didn't not know healthy either. That stuff is lingering no. in your yeah. That's that's not good. So they had to add a uh, heater to the the pipe system, and that seems to solve it. But unfortunately, it's right next to my uh, it's on my side of the wall. So during the winter, when it gets too cold, at night I have to have this vibrating. It's like it mm. vibrates against the side of the house. Uh, you know, oh, well. it, it's it's all about poor design. What they should do is at some point shut down everything. And reroute the pipe away from like certain areas where it won't freeze. Um, that's a problem in our house. Some of the pipes, like, because eventually we're going to renovate the house and change things up. But um, the way it was built, a lot of the pipes are right along the sides of the walls, like you know where there's brick and like literally no type of insulation or anything else. So when it gets really cold, it gets freezing cold in that area, and if the heat's not on already, it freezes. You know what I mean? So. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all about design and how they how to do stuff. Even with like putting like the foam wrap around it, it's still not gonna. It's not gonna. It's only gonna insulate it to an extent. Um, but you know, it's all about redesigning the stuff. But hopefully, um, by next year, if things go well, we're working on trying to renovate the house, and you know, we'll be in better shape. We're gonna have to find a place to stay in the meantime, which is gonna be crazy. But actually, it's not next year's middle of this year like in a couple of several months from now which is going to be a pain because i got to move all this equipment out and figure out how i'm going to deal with everything but um or oh, that's all in the basement isn't it what happened what happened all your stuff in the basement as well oh my equipment all your tech no, stuff no no nah, nah, it's upstairs it's all upstairs i'm okay. lucky enough but then i got a whole different situation you know um with the roof leaking or anything else that can happen. You know, we've had roof leaks and, and other issues um, where luckily I've been okay. You know, I, I think I'm in a section of the house is decent um, and I don't have to worry too much about it. But um, yeah, man, <laughs> it's like, you know, damn if you do, it's like home, owning a home is a pain in the ass because you got to deal with all the problems. But then also renting is a pain in the ass because it all depends on your landlord and, and the people maintaining that too. So like, if you have the money, and you own a house, that's great. You know what I mean? If you don't have the money and you own a house, it's a pain in the ass. You know, if you're renting and you're dealing with a, a crappy landlord, then it's a pain in the ass. But if you have a great landlord or a, a relatively new building, uh, you're pretty safe in most cases because they kind of try to build things to avoid these problems from happening, right? So, I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is. But uh, is that is that it, or do we have any cool down things? Yeah, I don't. That's, I don't... That's, that's pretty much it. I mean, unless you have something else on your mind. I don't know. You know it was one of those there. weeks where the the overwhelming news took over everything else. There's yeah. not a lot of news per se, and there's not a lot of new information going on. It is also the first couple of weeks of the, the the new year, so understandably things are a little bit slower. So I'm not really surprised by it. Do you think um, anything um, on we're, your you think we're heading into a good start for a new year aside from what happened recently? I, I think to some degree, like people are happier, but I think a lot of people are still skeptical about um, the direction this year is gonna, you know, go in because, um, I mean, I don't know. I, How do you feel? I, I, time is time is an illusion. So for me, there's no difference between the break between the, the next big thing is yes, Joe Biden becoming the president and just getting Trump out. So ask me on the 21st. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
and even then that's still not even that much time i, I say the 21st of february <laughs> i was like give him a month first to see which direction he's going you know like they, they they talk about him sneaking in all sorts of like um you know uh what is it uh you know like corporatist type of people in his into his um into his cabinet so i we'll see man you know i, I just you know if they cut the checks if they cut the checks i'll be happier if they they give people hope i'll give i'll be happier but you know in the meantime like i think people just really need to focus on their community their family and try to stay safe and um you know basically just do the right thing to be able to what's the word i'm looking for to be able to just manage better to to find resources without having to deal with government right now the government's got yeah. a lot of healing to do <laughs> they got a lot of healing to do but um yeah it is what it is man <sighs> so i guess it's uh it's we're gonna cut it short today which is nice because uh i think we all need a breather a little bit yeah. uh so thank you for joining us i believe we learned a little bit more about what was going on this week and everything that uh everything that we could possibly deal with um please subscribe and follow us on twitch uh youtube twitter uh and instagram so uh, at growth mindset so yeah, if you yeah, yeah growth yeah. mindset you can see it at the bottom there yeah yeah <laughs> so um we'll thank meet you again everybody too. yeah i appreciate you everybody thank you so much uh, and hopefully we'll see you again peace <laughs>